Kia ora and welcome to Jules from NZ, a weekly podcast chocker with all things Aotearoa New Zealand and some about me, Jules. Cheer. Kia ora, tēnā katoa, hello and welcome to all of you. I have to talk to you about something. It's sort of a confession. Christmas is coming and I am such a big fan and that might be an understatement I dragged my Christmas boxes out of storage weeks ago and the house looks like a Christmas wonderland right now there is so much to love about the season of giving and family and I could rave about it for hours but I've actually decided to talk less instead go with me here I'll explain As Christmas is about spending time with those you love, I've decided to combine the things that I love. I'm spending time with friends and family and recording for the podcast and talking about Christmas. That's right. You're about to hear the first ever guest of Jules from NZ. So let's do this. Jules Gems. All right, we're here now for Jules and NZ, something really different, a guest on the show. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> so tell the audience about who you are. Hey, I'm uh, Conan. Uh, I'm a script writer and director uh, who also works in um, IT. Uh, I do de- uh, process development as my day job. Cool. And then I do script development as my night job. <laughs> Not only because I met you through RPG. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm an avid gamer. And as Jules can see, see in our place at the moment. Um, I really wish I could show you guys how <laughs> awesome this room is. There is just shelves and shelves of board games and it is amazing. Yeah, yeah. My my flatmate and I love board gaming. Uh, I only have about, I don't know, maybe 20 board games of my own. Uh, Nasia has uh, close to about 220 yeah. i think mm-hmm. she's got she's got a lot yeah, it, it looks like it so so yeah so we yes we met through gaming um namely role-playing uh dungeons and dragons uh which i used to write for oh really yeah didn't i did i not tell you i, I used to write I've role-playing games that. oh my god why yeah i didn't write for D, but i used to write for um a canadian gaming company uh called dream pod 9 mm-hmm and they did a series of games uh, called Heavy Gear, Jovian Chronicles, and Tribate. And Tribate was this kind of weird, um, psychodramatic, uh, post-apocalyptic game. Oh, yeah. And I wrote two books for that. Wow. Okay. And then I got another gig writing for a, another Canadian company called Steam Logic, and they did this really out there Abe's Odyssey style role-playing game called Mechanical Dream which I think Nasia's actually got a copy of so I can show that to you later because it's very very trippy yeah uh, <laughs> amazing but, but yeah that that was my my brief stint as a uh freelance writer um 
being paid for it went for about a year and a half didn't make a huge amount of money um but it was it was a really good experience nice. and um got helped uh, feed my writing addiction which i've had since i was a kid so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i know all about those kind of artistic addictions yeah. they are <laughs> painful base if you don't follow them uh so i guess we're chatting today i learned so much about you yeah. uh, which <laughs> crazy um but we're chatting today to find out about what christmas means to you because um a lot of people don't really understand christmas over here in new zealand um and it's people they don't really understand it's people that's mm. why i've started doing this podcast they, they think we're, we're all elves and dwarves or something <laughs> over here so um so i guess elf and dwarven christmas what are they no i'm yeah. no, okay um so what does christmas mean to you in general um, well, it's really interesting you bring that up because I've actually done Christmas in Australia and in America now, so it oh, is wow. quite interesting mm. to compare the totally different way that we do things. So Christmas in New Zealand, uh, for me, is um, it's a very reflective time of the year. Mm. Um, I, I think... I guess it's kind of like American Thanksgiving in the oh, yeah. way we approach it. Like, Yeah, that's true, actually. Cause, because Christmas is always kind of... Everything stops for Christmas mm-hmm. here. And I think for me as well. Like, I'm not um, particularly religi- religious. Yep. Um, I'd see myself as more agnostic than religious. Yep. Um, but it is a time, the time of year where for me everything kind of stops and it's like about two weeks of there is no time anymore. It's <laughs> yes. just this, this ever-present state um, where you're just trying to sort of uh, look back on the year and plan for the new year and just kind yeah. of let all the pressure wash off a bit yeah which is really hard because it's also a time of family and mm-hmm. and as we know family adds pressure yeah generally especially because um my parents are divorced and so uh-huh. um there is this uh, and they live at opposite ends of the country oh good <laughs> so it's um that sounds really easy yeah so it's like generally the idea is that uh, generally what I do is I spend Christmas with mum because um. Christmas is a really, really, really big deal for her. Okay. Um, and so uh, my brother and I usually go up to Auckland and spend Christmas in Auckland with her. Uh, although this year she's coming down to Wellington. Cute. Um, and it's like mum always means really well. Like she wants, she wants us just to relax and have a really good time. Uh-huh. But she's very much a lists person Uh so she likes to organize things yes and so um there will be uh so we will have a structured um do nothing time (laughs) structured non-structured time I like it. Uh, so is this like, you know, like when it hits like four o'clock yeah. or whatever, you better be done with your do nothing because yeah, yeah. you've got stuff to do? Yeah. It's Amazing. So like, you know, you wake up at, it's like, oh, just wake up whenever, whenever, um, and just come over whenever, whenever, and we'll be opening presents at 10 o'clock. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that, that kind so of thing. So whenever Yeah, I got it. Um, but she, she always puts on an amazing spread. Like she, um, although... In recent years, uh, my brother's been 
helping her with it more uh, because we're we're trying to. I think she's now realizing that she gets that it gets a bit stressful at Christmas mm-hmm. for her as well because she's putting so much expectation on on trying oh, to make yeah. sure we have a good time and if we don't look like we're having a good time that makes her stress and then that mm-hmm. makes us stress and nobody's yeah. happy. Yes. Uh, so she's been putting a lot of effort into um, just like trying to letting us kind of yeah do things a bit more so that she she's not feeling like she's yeah because nothing makes a person more stressed as well than watching other people just kind Mm. of sit there as well like i feel like if you're (laughs) if you're at least involved doing things then she might be a less busy and be thinking you're having a better time maybe i don't know so so that that's our usual because this this year's going to be a lot more relaxed because she's going to be down in a hotel room we'll probably just pick a place to go have christmas dinner at or we'll have it at my brother's place and he'll yeah. cook dinner um so it's going i think it's going to be a really good christmas this year great that sounds awesome um and then usually i go down and see my dad for the week of new year's oh yeah um so that i kind of cover off both parents uh-huh. um, because dad's a bit more relaxed christmas isn't as big a deal for him yeah um so we can kind of trade presents a few days yeah, later. Yeah, I can bring not, presents down yeah. and we can kind of just hang and um, have a good time with my sisters and my stepmom. Mm, cool. um, although last year we went to America because dad's got um, a timeshare in Las Vegas. And nice. for years they've been saying, oh, you've got to try the timeshare in Las Vegas. And I've never been to Las Vegas. And so we decided that uh, we would all go to Las Vegas last year um for christmas so that was the first time we did christmas without mum mm-hmm. and so we did pretty good I did, reason yeah, i feel i did new year's with mum instead um on my way back because i took an extra week to go to new york after las vegas yep. um and then come back and I'm it very was jealous yeah. I'm, I'm, if you can't see me listeners but i've just turned green um <laughs> it was really really interesting um because what's the difference so like yeah like well yeah. Yeah. Well, like, okay. So this is a really good opportunity to talk about how I see Christmas in New Zealand, really, rather than mm, America, yeah, because absolutely. because in New Zealand, I think a lot of people don't understand how much the country shuts down. Yeah. Over Christmas, it's like two weeks where you don't know if a shop's going to be open or not when 100%. you go out the door because yeah. some places will close for the whole period until after New Year's, and other places will open on the days that aren't the stat holidays. Yep, that's me. But we have stat holidays. So in general, you have two to four days for Christmas Mm -hmm. and two days for New Year's, depending on when Christmas and New Year's fall on. Yeah, if they're not open on the weekends and things. Yeah, you can have a whole week. You can basically have a whole week, yeah. Yeah, and so you plan for that. So most New Zealand families do insane shopping sprees on Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve as they realise... It could be five days before they can buy another, you know, mince pie or something. So they're just <laughs> yeah. going to like, so you, you go into the supermarket and you're like, holy cow, this is like a, American shopping sales. Yeah. It's just. It's very, um, what do they call that? Is it Black Friday? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it, very Black Friday. Except everyone's um, fighting over food instead yes. of toys. <laughs> and I, I just want to clarify, we don't. Everything doesn't shut down. You've still got the petrol stations open and the occasional mm. thing, but everything's hideously expensive and not a lot of options. Yeah. So if you want the right stuff, you yeah. got to go get it done. Because the movie theatre's still open yeah. and um, 
you know, all the touristy places are still open and the, the restaurants are Restaurants will add on their surcharges and, be, and stuff. There'll be yeah, the dairies. Yeah, yeah. There'll always be a dairy or a, or a, or a petrol, somewhere that you can get food. Yeah. But it is, you're going to be paying like twice what you normally pay exactly. at sometimes. And probably getting a no-name brand version yeah. of it instead <laughs> of the one that you want. So, yeah. So, yeah, you have to plan. You, you have to have know to what you're doing for Christmas. Yeah. Whereas when, yeah, when we were over in Las Vegas, um, I don't think anything closed really i mean admittedly it's las vegas like the sure. city that never, never sleeps, sleeps right? basically yeah. um which is the same in new york right they just they just but um i was just really surprised because we went to a lot we sort of went outside of the the strip and went mm. to some of the more um local shops and stuff on boxing day i think it was oh yeah and everything was open like the, it was like any other day um in everyone's lives and from what i've been told that's kind of how america treats christmas it's like christmas day is a, is a day yeah and then but then everything, everything just goes back to normal fascinating which so it's not yeah. like that here eh? no. no so like when i went to uh new york after christmas and i get off the plane and i'm going through new york and everything's just like any other day yeah. whereas if you were in new zealand for that first week of January? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be it's, struggling to find yeah, somewhere to eat. It's and, like yeah. about the 6th of January is when you can expect places to start having some semblance of normalcy. But yeah, yeah. 100%. No, you arrive in New York and you, would, you wouldn't even think it was a holiday. Crazy. <laughs> so, my question, if someone was trying to do a New Zealand Christmas, what advice would you give them other than pretend all the shops have shut outside of your doors like anything anything else that you would tell people really difficult because a lot of what defines a new zealand christmas is the weather Mm. like new zealand christmases are so much um you have the doors open the windows open and you barbie on the deck yeah and if you if you're not having a barbecue you're still eating outside on the deck yeah because that's that's a Kiwi Christmas is outside. We don't really do mm-hmm. indoor Christmases unless it's raining. Okay, so we're telling them to pretend nothing's open and just go with the cold, work with yeah. it, uh, <laughs> put the barbecue on the deck and do it anyway. I, th- I think if, if you were like somewhere like in the States, my recommendation would be you get um, your lounge or your or your um, your breakfast bar yeah, area yeah, yeah. and you kind of set it all up like it's it's an outdoor picnic and then yeah. you have like you would do glazed hams and cold meat cuts and you do uh a chicken roast yes, maybe absolutely i mean like some that people seems do... weird to probably americans that yeah. we still do roasts in the middle of summer but um it, no oh, it, come it's on. a thing the roast kiwi's any excuse for a roast <laughs> yeah, right that's actually true <laughs> it just has to have kumara with it and we're good to go yeah kumara and gravy gravy you gotta have mm, the gravy and yes. it can't be can't be that that nonsense out of a like packet the, no stuff. packet no gravy. no mm. not watery gravy mm. we like our thick you know yeah. letting the fat come out of the meat yeah. and then you mix it all up with the gravy i was gravy trying to tell someone and else and they don't believe me that we mix marmite in with our gravy to give it a bit of a kick because it's got to be it's got to be thick yeah and it's got and it's got to be like rich yeah like it can't be watery no exactly like, they like, were like oh this is just kind is... of beef stocky yeah and it's like no no yeah. it's gotta it's gotta have that's like 
that's yeah. got to really get you that gravy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the, exactly. the the thicker and creamier it is, the better. Yeah. And 100%. and chicken gravy is so different from like lamb or mm-hmm. or beef and yeah. and yeah, I think a lot of people don't don't actually appreciate how much we we like our gravy. But oh, then. Yeah. You know, mince pies here are all about, you know, you're not getting much mince. You're getting it for the gravy. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and the mess that runs down your fingers yeah. afterwards. Yes. <laughs> These are all things. So things. So, yeah, that would be my recommendation. It's okay. a, a big glazed ham is always a, is a, always a, a good one for, for a Kiwi-style Christmas with pineapple. Cool. All right. Thanks. Uh, anything you want to plug for yourself? Like anything that people can check out? Or I'm not sure if I can talk about my web series with oh. its racy name. <laughs> um, I think you can. Yeah. So uh, I make a, a comedy drama web series called Two Naked Gay Guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not as porny as the name sounds. <laughs> um, and uh, I have a new web series coming in the new year called Mythos. Um, so that's what I'm working on over the Christmas period is getting the scripts all done up for that. And we're shooting a pilot late January. Cool. So, that's so people just type out. in, uh, if you go to, uh, two N Finelli, GG dot com. Got it. That will get you to our, um, channel on YouTube. Excellent. And you can see all my, um, gay movie reviews and uh my crazy web series about two gay guys having a relationship great so yeah (laughs) perfect and i'll put those links for everybody listening in the episode description uh this has been amazing conan yes thanks jules thanks (laughs) yay friends chat (laughs) jules gems so that was conan i really enjoyed that chat and I hope you did too. Such good points about the country shutting down over the holiday season. I kind of forget to think about that. Now for a call-in from a brand new listener, Josh Beckelhammer from JB Publishing, which talks about RPG and designer and creator support. So take it away, Josh. Hey, Josh Beckelheimer here. Um, this is my first time listening to your show. And I tend to go in reverse order if I do back catalogs. Um, Though I know this episode was inspired by the tragic events that happened with the volcano. Um, I did find it very informative though. Especially for us audio dungeon nerds who do a bunch of gaming and game creating. I found it very informative on volcanoes and all the information that you've provided. Especially given that... I am creating a little mini campaign setting that's about volcanoes in a fantasy world. So uh, thank you for that episode, and I look forward to listening to more of your episodes. Yay! New listener. Hi, Josh. He's talking about the last episode I released called Geologically Dynamic. Um, I'm so glad it was useful for you and your current creative endeavors. Thanks for your call in, dude. I look forward to hanging out more now that I've been granted access to the RPG podcast Mecca that is the audio dungeon on Discord. It's pretty exciting. They let me in. Look out. Okay, so to wrap up, over the next few episodes, you're going to be meeting different people from various places in my life as we talk about what Christmas means to them and 
give you advice about what makes a real Kiwi Christmas. It's been a lot of fun to record them so far and I'm still recording because I have decided not to stop yet because yay, Christmas is awesome. Um, If you want to give me a present for Christmas, you can go review the podcast or find me on social media and come chat to me. I'm all over the place at Jules Burgesses, it's J-U-L-Z-B-U-R-G-I-S-S-E-R. And there's usually links in the episode description. So go check that if you're um, wanting to see the spelling. Um, I really hope you've enjoyed today's episodes and I look forward to releasing more of these crazy chats soon. As usual, I'm seeing you out with another New Zealand music must listen. And gems, this is a big one. I'm dropping it today because Conan and I were talking about traveling home to see family for Christmas, you know? So today's song is Home Again by Shehard. Now, Shehard is a rock band formed in 1988. The band consists of the amazing vocalist John Toogood, Phil Knight, who's good on, like, pretty good on lead guitar and synthesizer and a bunch of other stuff. Carl Kippenberger is bass and Tom Larkin is drums. Um, they pretty much all sing. Um, they produced five number one studio albums holding the title for the most number one records for any New Zealand artist alongside Hayden Western Robert. Let's not talk about that. It's pretty serious and we love them. We love them apart from that weird embarrassing bit of a few years where they changed their name to Pacifier. I think it was between like 2001-2004. The way they got their name is hilarious. To explain why they changed their name, I might need to explain how they got their name. So do you know the movie Dune, the sci-fi fantasy movie Dune? Well, so did they. And when they were all 15, they named the band after one of the Arabic words used in the movie. But because they couldn't spell jihad, they spelt it S-H-I-H-A-D, shihad. And then when the September 11 attacks happened, they were pretty horrified and they changed their name to get some distance to pacifier deliberately about making the... uh, you know, passive, we're we're not about that. Um, But they ended up changing it back because the fans supported them to do so and also the fans had zero clue who Pacifier was. (laughs) What a a balls up. Anyway, um, Google Home Again by Shehad and find the YouTube clip, which is pure cheese, and it was actually just best video at the 1998 New Zealand Music Awards which is pretty crazy because you see they did the whole thing in one take um, and they like sped the take up over the course of the music video so the energy is like literally pure chaos it's crazy Um, but you know it's really one shot because they put these sweet developing Polaroids in the shot so you can kind of see the time tick away as the Polaroid develops See, that's fun, right? Another fun fact specifically about this song is that it has been generally declared the most useful song in New Zealand. To explain, I have to sing a little bit. See, the opening line goes like this. Put your clocks back for the winter. 
So when daylight savings comes around, we use the shihad method for figuring out which way it goes. Great, right? So good. So anchorites, you get a snip of this absolute rocking tune. Well, I mean, I hope you do because it's been playing up a bit lately. Weird, anchor playing up. Who would have thought? Um, And the rest of you, I really must insist you go listen to it right now. So either go find the YouTube clip or find the playlist on Spotify, Jules from NZ, same name as the podcast, and rock out because you're going to love it. So, enohora, kakite ano, until next time. Bye, gems.